0: Welcome to Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother one week at a time. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. Hi everyone, welcome to the third episode of Hey Beautiful.
1: I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kate. Welcome back everybody. Uh, Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to say a... Happy belated Halloween to everybody, and it's been fabulous to see all the Halloween costumes, the How I Met Your Mother themed costumes floating around on Twitter. I've been retweeting them like crazy, so if you have one that you haven't shared with us yet, you can uh, tag us on Twitter at heybeautifulpod, P-O-D, and we are also on Facebook at the same handle, and, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Caitlin's making fucking weird faces at me while I'm doing this. Super fresh. Didn't I? Didn't even realize I was doing it. I'm it's sorry. fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. So find us on Twitter or Facebook and send us your "How I Met Your Mother" themed Halloween costume. Seen a lot of hanging chads. A lot of slutty pumpkins, which you know some of you might not even know about because you're not there yet. But it's coming. Do you have something to add? Oh, just say yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Well, okay, so, so we
0: we were talking. We were wishing that the Halloween episode was now, so we could oh, talk about it. I know. Timing, you know, it's a bitch.
1: It is a bitch, and that is a, another theme that we learn about in How I Met yes. Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's about it. Except for if you are liking our podcast, you can subscribe over at iTunes and SoundCloud. Getting some, getting some hits over there, which is really cool to see. Pretty exciting. Yeah. You ready for episode three, Caitlin? I am. All right, let's do it. So, today we are talking about season one, episode three, The Sweet Taste of Liberty. And this was originally aired on October 3rd, 2005. And the writers of this episode are different than the first two we've had. Director is still Pamela Freiman. But the writers are Chris Miller and Phil Lord. And when I saw that, I was like, that's weird. I, w- I thought Bays and Thomas wrote most of the episodes at least in the first season, because it was such, um, you know, it was their baby. Um, and it turns out, I did a little digging, it turns out Miller and Lord wrote two episodes for How I Met Your Mother and they were both in season one and that's it. So they wrote this one and then they wrote one of my favorite episodes in season one, "Belly Full of Turkey," which That's is a, a good one—the Thanksgiving episode, obviously. Um, so much like Carter and Bays, um, oh, pff, Carter and Bays, much like Bays, <laughs> <laughs> much like Bays and Thomas, they are a writing team, Miller and Lord. Oh. so and they also met at Dartmouth College, um, the way Carter, Bays, and Craig Thomas met at Wesleyan. How about that? Yeah. Um, they're also both serious animators and directors, and they directed and wrote the Lego movie in 2014. Stop it. Yeah, you dude. You just blew my mind. Right?
0: You, you blew my mind. When you told me earlier that you had found some really cool information about the writers, I was like, ooh, and then I clicked on their name, and I didn't really like read anything. I was just like, meh, she she already did it. I'll be surprised. <laughs> I'm so surprised.
1: Ooh. Well, I mean... Not surprised, but... It gets even better. Okay, so there's that. They also... um, They wrote Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, too, and directed that, I think. Oh, that was cute. Yeah, and they also directed 21 Jump Street and its it's sequel. Stop. Hilarious. Love. Love. But the one you're going to love, because you're a Star Wars fan, is that they were originally tapped to co-direct... Solo, the standalone oh, Star Wars movie about yeah. Han Solo, and they got fired. Mhm. Like I think it was like uh, pretty deep into the to the process of the movie because apparently they were trying to make the movie funnier than the writer wanted. <laughs> so like, they they were trying to take it in like a comedic direction with the, through their direction. directing direction. Um, and yeah, they got fired for that. They had a different vision. Yeah. I wouldn't I mean
0: I love Han Solo I want to marry him <laughs> um, he's kind of like a jokey guy you know he always has like a sarcasm and like biting sense of
1: humor but right.
0: I don't know that I would have expected like that movie to be a, like a comedy
1: yeah and I don't know how heavy handed they were doing it but it just was not working out so they got fired but anyway <laughs> that- <laughs> To How I Met Your Motherland, we open once again on the year 2030 with Father Ted Mm -hmm. telling his kids another story about one night at the bar, and the kids are not at all surprised (laughs) that their dad has yet another story that starts in a bar. And uh, I hate to tell them that, they're in for a lot of the same. A lot. A lot of the same. And not just... All bars, one very specific bar. And that's kind of what this episode gets at, is that they're always at McLaren's. Mm-hmm. And Barney tries to shake them out of that. To their I, peril.
0: I am obsessed with the photo shoot. Wow. While- uh, Ted's telling his kids, future oh, Ted's yeah. telling his kids about how they're always at the bar, and it shows a lot of the photos used from for the opening credits. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing them like all crammed together with the disposable
1: camera. Yep, I wrote disposable camera in caps. And
0: I said I have a bunch that I need to use, so next time we're together, we have to.
1: Yeah,
0: let's remember, take a whole was, roll. Yeah, remember how scary it, we could we could probably do two easy. Mm-hmm. Um, like
1: it seems so scary like you didn't know what the picture looked like but you didn't give a shit i mean even look at it, those it didn't feel scary no and look at those photos they took with i'm assuming the actual di- like disposable camera i would say so cuz it always had that like f-
0: that fruit roll up filter yeah know, it was like red yellow blue green yeah so it was like just... a fruit, fruit a- roll up <laughs> <or> whatever <laughs>
1: that's so true it is and like they weren't really worried about like the like the balance of the photos it was always like black backgrounds and just like white people like just flash That mm-hmm. flash is unforgiving um i i have fun facts about the promo shot as well but i'll get into that later okay about the title credits but we'll we'll learn more about that later um so yeah barney's sick of mclaren's and he's trying to talk ted over his flip phone uh into going somewhere besides mclaren's tonight And he says, we're going to really go out. Because go out is not McLaren's to them, apparently.
0: It's almost like staying home.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's literally downstairs. Like, zero effort is required on their part. It's like, let's go to the basement and drink. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: Yeah. Go downstairs. Grab a beer. Pay for a beer. Pay for a goddamn beer in my own
1: basement. I don't think so.
0: It's so expensive
1: foolish although Lily gets a martini in this episode for six dollars in new york city that's surprising yeah so mclaren's we learn is a fucking dive bar apparently Mm -hmm. in uh in manhattan so yeah so uh we hear barney use legendary for the first time Uh, and also possibly the first high five which is the phone which is the phone five i have a feeling it is I don't remember seeing a high five. If it was, if, huh. yeah, if there has been a high five in the last two episodes, it was just a high five. It wasn't a but the phone expect- five, like the whole. The
0: expectation of, yeah. like, you are going to give me the high five, but always being let down. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There wasn't as much emphasis. Maybe yeah. they were playing around to see if it was, like, well received.
1: Yeah, and clearly they nailed it. That was definitely a gag that we. Yeah. See over and over for the next nine seasons. Um, So they're having this conversation and magically Barney pulls up on the curb as they're talking on the phone. (laughs) And so this is, yeah, one of the first times you see Barney manage to be somewhere magically that you don't expect him to be. Oh yeah. Great point. Yeah. He kind of has like this like mythical quality about him Mm -hmm. and they, they start weaving that in here where there are some things you just can't explain about uncle Barney. He just, yeah. he just manages to, to show up. When you need him most. When you need him most. Or <laughs> least. Or not. The least. In Ted's mind. Because all Ted wants to do is go to the bar, his normal bar, and have a drink. Do the same thing that he always does. The regular, regular, regular. But what does the Barney routine. want? He wants to bust his rut, which is so yes. disgusting. <laughs> so gross. I hate it because he's so gross, but he's also so Right. Like, yeah. Ted's not going to meet anybody going to the same bar over and over no, again. just
0: because it will be the same people, people he's mm-hmm. already met.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and even Ted says, <laughs> it's a routine, and I like it. And it's like, are you really ready then? Like, do you really want something, Ted? Like, or are you just comfortable kind of being in the state of wanting mm-hmm. and not yeah. necessarily ready to actually have it? Like the chase. He likes the game, yeah. the thrill of that. And- he acts like he doesn't, but he—I mean—if he's not—he's not trying new stuff ever. I mean, what is he expecting? You know. Right.
0: It's like that Casey Musgrave song. <gasps> Tell Silver me. Silver
1: lining. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you want to find the honey, you can't be scared of the bees. Right. Exactly. And what's the one like?
0: If you want to head for your shoulder, you got to go to the dance, oh, right, yeah. Todd? Like. You gotta put yourself out there and do things and yeah.
1: try something different. And then the one about the clovers. If you want clovers, you gotta get dirt on your hands. Yeah, it's a good one. Got me through some tough times. You How gotta, you gotta keep trying. Yeah, you gotta keep trying, man. Yeah. So of course, exactly. you know the logic that Barney is talking through his being just a disgusting person sinks in. <laughs> Ted doesn't want to listen, but he's feeling desperate, and Ted. Barney starts making sense to him. So, Ted ends up in the cab, and it's another first. We see Barney, you know, pull Ted into Mm -hmm. the first sort of elaborate girl-getting scheme. (laughs) Somehow. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and Marshall is free to go because Marshall's getting laid. Consistently. Consistently. And he's he's very (laughs) proud of himself for that. But Marshall's not getting laid tonight because he's home studying. So then they're in the cab. And one of my favorite lines in maybe all of How I Met Your Mother happens. They're driving. And Barney says, we have to pick someone up at the airport. And Ted says, no, I'm getting out of here. And Barney just yells, (laughs) Esteban, doors. Esteban, doors. I fucking love it. And they lock. Oh, man. Esteban is clutch.
0: It makes me want to know, I mean, like, I know Barney's terrible all that, but it makes me want to know more about his life where he's, like, you know, has this relationship with his cab driver. Dude, this whole episode,
1: this whole episode, he's just straight scheming with cab drivers. I love it. I love it. it. Um, Yeah, me too. To be a fly on that wall. So good. So, So, yeah. So then they end up at the airport and Barney unveils his magical plan to... Pick someone up at Literally. the airport. Literally at the airport. With the they're in the baggage claim with fake bags.
0: It reminds me of Taken. Have you seen that with Liam Neeson? I haven't seen it. Like the teenage daughter goes to Paris with the rich and irresponsible friend, and some guy is at an airport like stalking young women to <gasps> um, kidnap them and make them part of like the sex trade and
1: wow that whole thing. Yep. So they sh- exa- they share a little <laughs> bit of the same playbook. That's kind of creepy. I don't. Like yeah, that. but
0: um, Taken hadn't come out yet. I I looked at that just to make sure that there wasn't some underlying creepiness about the writers.
1: No, just the Murderer Sorry. movie decided Barney had really good ideas, which
0: is yes, also yeah. terrible. Assuming That's they terrible. got it from,
1: from Barney. Yeah.
0: Um, maybe just real life. Who can say? Who can say? Probably real life. It's
1: but... Probably definitely real life. All right, so they're in the airport. They're in the, the baggage claim. And Barney is still convinced that his plan is legendary, that this night is going to be legendary. Because everything's going to go the way he thinks. Um, Obviously. And Ted decides to finally put a stop to legendary and that Barney is too liberal with the word. and Use you get, it
0: too often.
1: Use it too often. So then you get a smash cut to Barney showing up at the door of the apartment with a snowsuit on saying, we're going to build an il- igloo in Central Park. It's going it's to be legendary. Snowsuit snow suit up.
0: up. Yeah. But you know what? Barney's defense, that would be kind of fucking awesome.
1: awesome. I know. Oh, I mean that was the, that was the example for him using it too liberally.
0: I'm like that's the perfect. When else would you use that in a more perfect way? It's an exemplar, which is probably why they showed it.
1: Uh, yeah, and I I feel like I remember there being multiple um, examples of him using it too much. Yeah, maybe Maybe I think got uh, cut. I don't know. I gotta look on the box set later episode. Yeah, that might be it. There's another... I mean, there's a couple times when Barney comes to the door and they're just like, no. Yeah. I can think of one specifically, but that's not this one, so we'll keep talking about this one. (laughs) Um, And so uh, Barney tells Ted to tuck in his shirt. Looks sloppy, you know? Looks sketchy. They're international businessmen. Yeah, how dare you, Ted? How are you going to keep this alive with that shirt untucked? And that's, you know, that sets up a, a running gag for the episode. Yes. And Ted again tries to fight him, but ends up playing along instead of He's having to hear him. Yeah, instead of having to hear a, a long convincing speech about it.
0: Right. He just it's just gonna be faster and easier just to agree to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you want to tell us about the next scene with Robin and Lily at the bar being new best friends.
0: I wrote, Oh my God, Robin's shirt is awful
1: <laughs> Is this the lace
0: one? Yes. And I yeah. didn't even notice it till later in the episode. Like I wasn't really like mm. You know, paying attention mm. as much. I just kind of was, like, looking at her face.
1: <laughs> her beautiful face. Makes sense. Oh, and it was just, like... Over-designed, I would call it. Oh, that's a good... That's an accurate term. It's generous. I just said awful. <laughs> just fucking ugly. Yeah, it was
0: really, really ugly. Yeah. And so, yeah, so they're bonding, having, like, their girls' night, and it's just, like, a parade of, like, creepy dudes. mm Trying to hit on Robin as Lily is kind of trying to talk to her,
1: yeah, and
0: you know, Lily's hasn't been single since she was freshman in college, you know yeah. she's always been with Marshall, and
1: it's it's different, yeah, for her. All right, qu- question. Well, first of all, who I mean, because I, I think Robin is very attractive. Oh, who's, who's Beautiful girl. Living? But for me, okay, we're going to do this for oh, the boys, too. Okay. We're going to do this for boys, too, just to be fair.
0: Lily but... can get it. <laughs> Any day of the week.
1: Hashtag Lily can get it. Okay, I'm glad we agree. So, <laughs> as far as, like, on first sight, in a bar, absolutely oh. Lily. I
0: mean, like you said, Rabbit. Beautiful girl. Att- yeah, she's an attractive young lady.
1: Salt she of the earth.
0: Have- got a lot going for her, but. Yeah. That little ginger.
1: The little you know? ginger. Ugh. Oh. Her hair looks so beautiful and I shiny. Know. So shiny. Alright. And uh who out Look of the gem. Out of the three boys who Marshall. would you...
0: Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Marshall. Say. If we're gonna do fuck Mary Kill. Ooh, let's do fuck, fuck Mary Kill. Fuck
1: fuck, fuck Barney,
0: Mary Marshall, and kill, kill Ted. Ted. Kill Ted! Ted!
1: I'm so sorry, Josh Radner, sorry. but damn. it's not
0: you. <laughs> like you get Like, Marshall's the best. Yeah. So I love Barney, too.
1: Like, he could have had a... He was in the running for Mary. Like, Ted's in the running for Mary, because you can tell he's... Like he says in the first episode, he's going to be a great husband. Don't fucking look at me like that. Caitlin, it's like... Caitlin (laughs) just, like, reared back, horrified that I said Ted was number two to get married to. You would marry Barney before you married Ted. I just, like... You're a a trash bag. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
0: I'd I'd see what what's up with Lily, I guess. <laughs> hey girl. Hey. Um, no, I guess but like out of out of obligation, I would have felt like Robin. Like, all right, I gotta marry you.
1: <laughs> oh, right. fuck Mary oh I wish there were five of them. Um yeah, but like so Lily's talking about being an old, almost married lady. Yeah. Um, and then the free martinis show up in psych, only one of them's free, it's for Robin, so you start to see Lily having a little bit of a problem of with being engaged, um, and then we are back at the airport. And Ted is so awkward and painful to watch. <sighs> his blazer again, the blazer. Like
0: just he's tried so hard. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And you know he wants to come up with a plan, and again Barney has to like save him from overthinking things.
0: Yeah, like just go with it. Yeah, He's so spontaneous.
1: Yeah, they meet these two girls, and they're going to Philly, um, with all their baggage. Whatever, it's, it's a little confusing, but I'm thinking like 2005, maybe the rules were different. It's like no, that was post 9/11. You weren't yeah. coming into the airport through the fucking baggage claim. No, but whatever. Maybe they had to pick him up. Maybe there was an issue.
0: I guess. We'll just give it to him. Yeah, well, I, it's... We won't look too hard. No, yeah, I don't know.
1: It's fine. Guest writers, you know? Guest writers. That's true. That is true. And so, Barney runs off to buy tickets, and Dad's like, don't get on that escalator, and don't you dare get on that subsequent <laughs> escalator. And I could see Barney just, like, hauling ass yeah. through the airport at that point.
0: Like, pushing people, and... And I wrote that I love how spontaneous Barney is mm. but I would definitely be Ted like oh yeah but if it's like you were the Barney like obviously I would do. I'd be like all right
1: but let's talk let's talk about Caitlin being prepared for things for a second <laughs> for my bachelorette weekend <sighs> We went tubing and Caitlyn showed Caitlyn showed up knowing more about the river tubing than the fucking like 19-year-olds working at it. Every time someone asked a question they were like, "Wow, these these life jackets kind of smell. They're washed once a week." Okay? <laughs> Make sure you stay in your tube and uh, watch out for the, what was it, the footholds? What were they called? The foot entrapments. Foot entrapments. If
0: you stand up, because the current, if you stand up, your foot could get caught on a rock. And the current will push you forward and you won't recover. You will die. I find comfort in being prepared and knowing what's going to happen. So so you're a Ted.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm a Ted too, I guess. I, I think we're the same on that. I mean, Barney is fucking reckless, but he's also loaded. I would love a loaded friend that would just be like, "Yeah, let's buy some plane tickets, last minute.
0: I, they were probably really expensive.
1: Dude! New York to Philly, last minute on like a Friday night? Can't imagine what? that's cheap.
0: Or maybe they're just trying to sell them, so it's like less expensive.
1: I guess it's possible. Anyway, that's a, anyway. Who can say? We cut back to Marshall. <laughs> poor Marshall at the apartment working on his in law. <laughs> singing about his homework highlighting law books which are they his?
0: <laughs> I think so
1: I was like Marshall what are you doing? but maybe he'll keep all of them forever and ever I guess that's what they do so yeah he's singing about his homework being a lawyer had hey, better be awesome and apparently here's another weird fact I found that Marshall's ringtone on his cell phone in the limo and Best Prom Ever is the same sound as him singing here, mm-hmm. and I can hear how they're similar, but I don't know if they're the same. Speaking yeah. of which, there is a false piece of information out there about the limo that I cannot wait to debunk. <gasps> okay, can't find it. But work. no, no spoilers. No spoilers. So. So Y'all have to hang on till we get there. Oh my God, I'm sorry. My mom just sent me a text that just popped up on my screen that said, apparently it was the article title of something that said, Uh-oh. context, she has a Chihuahua that she just got. She sends me an article that says, Chihuahua ate his dead owner to stay alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she
0: just sent me that article.
1: What the fuck? Jesus, Mary, it's 945 at night. Why are you reading this? Horrifying. She
0: she just wants you to know if you haven't heard from her in a little while. Rosie's snacking.
1: Oh, my God. She just said, just in case I have a suspicious death, dot, dot, dot. This woman. She is a
0: rescue. You don't know her background.
1: Oh, my God. I'm sorry, everybody. Let's get get back to it. Anyway, so uh, Ted calls to brag that he's having a cool night out on the plane. Could you call at that time? That is another thing that people were like, mm, I call bullshit." Yeah,
0: because I watched <clears> it and they like took it at face value, and then I was like, "He has a flip phone, like, that's yeah."
1: Old. And they were fully in the air because Mar- uh, Barney's like thirty-five feet thousand feet, thousand yeah, of legendary or awesome or whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, that's a little, yeah. That's another little like, eh, we don't really care. It's only three episodes in. Who knows if the show is even gonna like get picked up? Right. Let's just do some weird stuff. No. Yeah, they're so not allowed get right. away with. Yeah. So Barney steals the phone and tells Marshall to get in his <laughs> Hoopty-ass Fierro! Fierro! and drive I, to Philly.
0: That was one of my notes, Hoopty-ass Fierro. I was like, oh my, I had to rewind and watch it like three
1: times. So I loved it.
0: I, I'll give it to
1: these writers. There are some of like the most iconic lines. Yeah. There are a couple of really good ones like Esteban Doors, which is my favorite. Yes, Hoopty-ass Fierro um and there there are a couple later on that I was just like, oh, and I kept thinking about like which ones I was going to put in the description of the episode. Yeah. But there are some gems. There's some real gems.
0: I I agree. Yeah.
1: So yeah, he tells him to drive to Philly. Marshall's trying to just be good and not go, but mm-hmm. he he wins. Barney wins. And I feel like this is an episode where you really start to see the split in lifestyle between Marshall and Lily and everybody else like They're coming closer together and trying to, like, move forward as, like, adults.
0: And be grown.
1: Yeah, like, be grown. And, um... Ted and Barney and a little bit Robin are kind of just, like, out there doing a single thing. And that's, like, really Mm -hmm. intoxicating. Because, you know, that's been their whole life. And now they feel like they have to be super serious about stuff.
0: Right. They're getting married.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, And another favorite part of this scene for me is when... (laughs) Ted doesn't want to stand up because the seatbelt sign is on, and Barney gives him this speech about, you've been living your whole life in a seatbelt. It's time to unclick. He's He unclicks, starts to stand up, and the flight attendant comes over, and he's like, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. And he just, like, fully shrinks. Back down, yeah. And becomes, like, a sheep in, in economy class, like the rest of us. That was amazing. Love it. Yeah. Um, I was going
0: to say, I love the pictures Barney sends to Marshall, <laughs> of, like, <laughs> two fingers pointing his eyes and then pointing like i got my eyes on you yep and i and i feel like that's
1: something like i would send to you i'm pretty sure you have <laughs> uh, probably i'm pretty sure that's happened oh god barney barney yeah because he's been doing that the whole episode like yeah ted ted have. look at me look at me yes so we're back at the bar we learned uh that lily was born in park slope and robin is not from heaven She's a ghost and died
0: fifteen years earlier.
1: I wish it the joke had
0: just ended there instead of like that pickup line. Like I just I thought it was way funnier if she just and I'm I'm a ghost and I died fifteen years earlier. Like that had yeah. me laughing and then she said, kinda like that pickup line. Hey you know, I'm just like
1: yeah.
0: Oh, you killed it for me. But I think probably back in two thousand, whatever. Yeah. The first time watching it, I laughed.
1: Sick burn, Robin. Sick yeah. burn um <laughs> and still no one's interested in lily no nope. poor lily and this is the second time like you said with Heyo. like it's the second time in this episode that lily and robin have said that to each other and it's like it's weird it's, it's forced yeah, it's, it's it's not for them and it and to me it felt like well these are the guest writers but it feels like they're still trying to figure out like what robin and lily would talk to each other about like, the comfort
0: level with each other. And yeah. And, like what the boundaries of this new friendship are. Right. Um, are, are they going to be the kind of friends that talk about everything? Or mm-hmm. are some things going to be private? Right.
1: Um, right. How do um, we do this? I'd like to say that a woman writer might have helped. Well, just want throw that out there for, like, two women sitting in a bar talking to each other. Because it's not just going to be about, why do all the boys like you and not me?
0: Uh, it's not not, not going to be thing. it at all. Right. to if, like. How when the first woman astronaut went to space, they asked if, like, a hundred tampons would be
1: enough for, like, six months. Like... I hate it. I know. Oh, I God. Know. Jesus, take the wheel. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, then we're back on the plane, and the boys are talking to the two girls, and we find out that they're not single. Not even a little bit. And one of them might be engaged by the end of the weekend. To... And they're dating. Yes. Yeah linebackers uh, on the Eagles.
0: I started to Google, like, was there a Chris who was a linebacker on the roster in 2005? Oh, shit. And then I stopped. Oh. That was... I thought about it, and then I was like, meh.
1: That story wasn't great.
0: I know. It was a big letdown.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like last week's episode. hey yo Just kidding.
0: (laughs) We had some major technical difficulties, mainly that my... Uh, audio didn't record at all but yeah. i told kate it was the universe way of saying we are really mean like, yeah really
1: mean yeah
0: and the- i woke up the next morning feeling guilty for uh, maybe offending fake people
1: fake like people yeah i know and I, I mean i think we liz and i turned it around because she's just such a yeah no, you- such a bright positive. shining person yeah so it was good to have a her positive on. nugget yeah. yeah i know
0: so i was it was a blessing in disguise.
1: And now we get to talk about idiots on a plane. Yeah. The regret is really setting in for Ted that he's, it's like he's coming out of this fog and realizing yeah. that Barney has tricked him into something again. Mm-hmm. And that it's not paying off as usual no. with Barney.
0: Everything starts to unravel and it all falls apart.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, he Barney isn't wrong that if you don't try new things, you're you're not gonna get any new results.
0: And at some point Ted was like super pumped about it. Like he called mm-hmm. Marshall to be like, guess where I am? Ready? A plane. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: Ted, just make up your fucking mind. It's tough with Barney. It's tough to to land on one feeling because oh. Well, I just really well, love
0: yeah. I love Barney, so I guess he can do no wrong. I'd yeah. rather
1: kill Ted <laughs> than talk Barney. So it's fine. yeah. Yeah. I mean, same, so that's fine. Um, All right, and then Marshall and Lily are on the phone, and Marshall's all excited because he's driving to Philly, and this is the start Mm -hmm. of, like, this is the start of another gag for the whole episode of Marshall going to Philly and then not going to Philly, back and forth. Um, Lily says she's not having fun because she feels invisible, because she's engaged. Is this real? Is this real? She wants...
0: I... I don't know. She's just, like, dying for the male gaze. (laughs) I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Like, because, again, women writers probably could have... You know, I would have called, like, my husband been like, or whatever, been like, oh my god, I don't know what to talk about. We've talked about, like, we've done small talk, and now what? I don't know what else to talk about with her.
1: Yeah. But also, like, these dudes keep interrupting us. Yeah, and it's super annoying. But, like... Lily's jealous of that. And I mean, okay, maybe because she's sort of, like, romanticized being single because she's never been single. Yeah, it's a stretch. It's a stretch, okay. but, you know, two dudes writing. So, whatever. I guess we could give him this one, too. Yeah, just, just give him a bone. Um, two two strikes, though, bud. Marshall has a, a moment that if I was Lily, I would have been a little bit mad about. The, like, go ahead? Well, first that, but also... Um, he says or Lily's saying that these guys are all over Robin and Marshall's like, Yeah, I bet she gets that a lot. I was like, What? Fuck you mean? Yeah. Why don't you fucking I... marry her then, bitch? That's what I'm Oh, I so heard. I'm the
0: kill? You're gonna you're gonna fuck and marry Robin now? And then you're just gonna <laughs> kill me? That's where Yeah, well, we would have well, taken well, it there. Yeah, I didn't think we're
1: about that. psychotic. Um so, yeah, Marshall kind of jokes about her taking it off and how she'd be, like, swarmed with guys if she did, which mm-hmm. I didn't see as him saying take it off, but she's like, all right.
0: I guess if you're okay with it, I'll take off my ring.
1: Yeah. So she does, and then she makes this huge show of, like, waving to Robin with her ringless hand. Um, and, yeah, then we cut back to Marshall calling Ted and Barney excited. sound, feel so excited to go to Philly, but Ted's just like turn around, go home. Yeah, like we're this is we're not doing this. Yeah, we're on a we're on a tarmac in Philly, and there's nothing. It's it's terrible. Um, and Ted tells him to go home, um, and then Barney tries to salvage it. You know, trying to get every everybody pumped up, and then yep. the TSA shows up for passengers Stinson and Mosby
0: <laughs> to escort them off of the plane.
1: So we cut back to the interrogation room, <laughs> and this will not be the last time we see Barney have a run-in with the TSA in no. our in our time on this on this show. So um, just put a pin in that scene study, and we'll talk about it at a later date. Um, the whole time Barney's keeping up the international businessman oh, thing. Oh, I loved.
0: I, I don't know the he says immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like So there are certain words that I say or phrases from movies that I'll say often, Mm -hmm. you know, immediately. Mm
1: -hmm. I'll do that one a lot. I demand you release us immediately. Like, when did international businessmen get any better treatment than other people? I don't know, but I uh, love it. I love his commitment. So funny. It's so good. Well, the best part is, I mean, Barney is so, he's so calculated that his full-out lie is more convincing than... And less suspicious than Ted completely wigging out and telling the truth. Yeah. The whole time. Like, this whole interrogation scene is, like, Barney lying and TSA basically siding with Barney. It's incredible. Yep. Um, and another fun fact that I found about, um, about Officer McNeil, who's the mm-hmm. main interrogating agent, his real name is Earl Billings, And he is also from Cleveland, Ohio Just like Carter (gasps) Bays Isn't that crazy? I wonder if they knew each other I don't know Uh, know. That's a stupid thing to say No, but he's a character actor And he's been in tons of stuff Including Antoine Fisher, Moesha And a bunch of Aflac commercials Moesha? Yeah, dude I don't know how big of a part he had But he was in Moesha and then a bunch of Aflac commercials He played the Duck yeah <laughs> no i guess he was a psychic i tried to find the the youtube clips but i couldn't really see anything um but i did find he he posted on facebook in 2013 that he was very upset that Affleck canceled his contract to keep working with them oh so there's that
0: the doc is actually gilbert godfrey too by the way He'll oh be god well until he got like fired but
1: anyway officer mcneil confronts him about the bag scam and we see the the footage of Barney leaving the bag. I
0: love that part. Masterful. Oh.
1: It is so good. And Barney, Neil Patrick Harris, his physical comedy is unbeatable. It's so good. When he climbs out of that freaking duffel bag, I still laugh. I've seen it this show so <laughs> many times. So good. And <laughs> When Officer McNeil says, I can't remember the last time I saw an international businessman with an untucked I shirt. The untucked shirt. Just <laughs> plays Ted, right you into it. You ruined it. it. Oh you my ruined God. it. <laughs> and Ted confesses everything, and the guy's just like, nobody's that lame. But Barney still won't admit it. Still won't.
0: He still won't. He's still is sticking to his international businessman yeah. uh,
1: storyline. Yep. So then we catch up with? Lawyer Marshall, because they get to call their lawyer. Yep. He was on his way back to New York, like Ted said, and now he's all excited because he gets to turn around and go confront some TSA agents. Lawyer um. Yes. Oh, poor Marshall. He got no work done. I know.
0: He's spe- like, I would... Marshall's a good friend. I'd probably be pissed. I know. This is the second episode where this has happened to him. <laughs> and how far is
1: Philly in, in New York... By car. By car? I'm not sure. Let's find out. Uh, it's almost two hours. Oh. Damn. And Marshall just racking up the miles on the Fiero.
0: I know. That car's like, it's vintage, you know? It's you gotta be vintage. careful.
1: All right. So um, then we're back at the bar and Robin really wants to leave. Yes. But Lily is just like thirsty. Like. And
0: embarrassing. oh it was hard to watch her. She's like... She opened her shirt
1: and had her... Oh. Yeah, had the duck lifts going. She's like a woman possessed is what I wrote. Yes. Like, and you know... I just Kit...
0: wrote it made me feel embarrassed.
1: Yeah, it was bad. Um, and apparently in this scene, Lily has her ring on. I think that was like a continuity error. Uh,
0: yep, I had seen that.
1: Yeah. Um, but this is the first time we see Lily struggling with being engaged. Because the first, you know, the first two episodes, they're just madly in love and they're making out. And now it's like, this is more than just, you know, you just like taking a night and having a little fun. Like. Right. This this is, means something else. It's different. Yeah. So that sort of, that sort of sets that, um, that storyline in motion. And Robin calls her out.
0: And she's like, everyone wants what you've got.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oy vey. so then we're back. <laughs> then we're back in the interrogation room where things have escalated quickly. And Ted and Barney are in handcuffs. <laughs> face down on the table. Zip ties, zip ties. Now here's my question. Yes. Ted says you had to play the race card. And I don't know which race card they played. They're white. Officer McNeil's black. But also In- did they I mean like what I don't know what race card that would have been they wouldn't have said something I think
0: about being like- white
1: like I'm white I'm not a terrorist like that's what I'm thinking that they did that yeah. Barney did because like they couldn't have pulled the race card on on officer McNeil like oh because I'm white you're you're interrogating me yeah I don't know that was a weird line now that I now that I look back I think oh is this
0: the third strike yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah. You're out. No wonder they only wrote two episodes.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, so then, uh, you know, Barney says, we'd be out of here by now if you'd tucked in your shirt. So that continues. Mm-hmm. Um, the bomb squad weighs in. Turns out the suitcases are full of... What?
0: Condoms and a power bar.
1: Gotta gotta keep your protein up. <laughs> uh, and Ted tells Marshall again to turn around. But... Barney wants Ted. Barney wants Marshall to come to Philly still and go to Sasha's. Yeah, they are going to Sasha's party. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's going to be legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the last part of this is dairy.
0: <laughs> I love that part. It's
1: a classic. So one. good. See, like they had some good lines. Yeah, like, they that's, did. Like they that's did. that's one that has some hang time to it. That that sticks mm-hmm. around and is still good um and then marshall turns back around headed back to philly mm-hmm. hard to keep track of these um and then we're back at the bar and lily is doing to robin what robin has right. accidentally been doing to her all night um she like shoves robin away to go sit in a booth by herself while this guy approaches lily mm-hmm. but she freaks out
0: and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm engaged, I took off my ring, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. she's, like, losing her mind, but it turns out that the gentleman is actually gay. And he was only coming up to talk to her to tell her she
1: sat on a grape. Why is there a grape in the bar? I don't know. Are they serving, like, Waldorf chicken salad? <gasps> Like, I was really I wondering. Know. I was like... Me too. Me too. Like, for some reason, I gave it a pass. Like, oh, wine, grapes. But they're not making the There's... wine there.
0: No. There should be no reason. Interesting.
1: Could have been an right? olive, but maybe that would have not stained as much. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I, but Grapes in a bar.
0: I feel like a grape isn't even going to stain.
1: There is a big stain, too.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was a strange piece. Yeah. Um, But, so, Lily's phone rings, and Robin Mm. answers it. It says, Lily's phone. And it's Marshall. And, uh, he, he's talking to Robin, and Robin tells him that she doesn't have her ring on, and Marshall's, like, clearly has such mixed feelings about this, because he didn't really think it was going to happen, and He sings this song and it says, our relationship is built on mutual trust. And he's all choked up. And I was like, oh. His little voice breaks. Marshall, I know. I would never do that to you.
1: He's trying. (laughs) He's trying so hard to be, like, evolved on this. But, like. Uh,
0: That hurts. That hurts, man. That's not cool. And you can see that. It makes him feel upset. Like, why would she want to do that? Like, this is so exciting. And I'm so ready for this. And you're just.
1: Feeling left out because people... Having trouble. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I find you attractive.
1: That's not enough. Right. Right, right. Then we get to see Sasha's basement party. Cranking. So weird. It's so... Yeah, it's definitely a basement, right? Yeah. It's like a basement den, right? Has to be. It reminds me of Lily's dad's room later on. Yeah. We won't spoil Mm -hmm. it any further than that, but seems like her dad's lair but it's just like a, a like a 70s basement with paneling yeah pretty um, generic and and ted and barney are sitting on a couch sandwiched between not two girls but two dudes two huge Big dudes. dudes yeah huge dudes they look they're dwarfed yeah in the middle and ted is just over it
0: just he is so pissed and sasha it. comes down she's like you know mm-hmm. she doesn't want everyone to like disturb her grandpa and she's like she has some heart Like, oh, oh. Like, she looks like a woman who is of a mature age, but she's it's like she's 14. It's so,
1: it's so weird. I know, because, like, I mean, I guess her grandpa needs to sleep, but the hard lemonade? Like, (laughs) come on. Like, what is this? And also, you live in Philly. Like, why aren't you going out?
0: Yeah, I love that she whispered hard lemonade, though.
1: Because here's the thing. Is she paying rent living in that basement? Probably She's not. probably got a lot of money to, like, go out at least. Yeah. Um, And I just kept thinking about how easy it would have been to get out of there now, like, with smartphones. Like, yeah, just call an Uber. Don't need to talk to anybody. Right.
0: Just get up off the couch and walk upstairs.
1: But they would have had to ask her... For a phone book, probably, to find a cab company. Mm Mm-hmm. Because none of them had internet on their phones or, like, go and sit at the computer and, like, do dial-up and find a cab company, right? Like. Painful. Oh, five. That's what you were doing. I don't know that dial-up, not dial-up. Her grandpa had dial-up.
0: Oh, true. True.
1: (laughs) That would be my He probably didn't even have the internet. (gasps) Oh, God. Oh, what a world. So we find out that Dana works security at the Liberty Bell. Mm Mm-hmm. And Barney asks him all kinds of stuff if he's done it. And he's like, only all the time.
0: I love what everyone
1: says. (laughs) I (laughs) I love Dana. Me too. He's like, you know it. He's just so chill.
0: He is. And I'm wondering, like, is that true? Like, if you work at places like that, do people go behind the velvet rope and, like, do things you shouldn't? Only
1: only all the time, Caitlin. (laughs) Only all the time.
0: (gasps) Yes. Yes.
1: But, there's one thing Dana hasn't done. Yep. He has not, what does he say? I have never licked the Liberty Bell.
0: And that's also like, now we know what the title of the episode, Sweet Taste of Liberty Mm -hmm. References. Mm -hmm. Licking a Liberty Bell.
1: Where the heck did they come up with this idea?
0: Oh, I, I, There has to be a story behind it. Yeah.
1: I'd have to well, look shame that. on
0: us for not finding
1: it. Shame on us. Friends at home, if we find out any more information, mm-hmm. we will let you know. And if you know the story behind why the, these writers decided to write something about licking the Liberty Bell,
0: let us know. Yeah,
1: interested. I'm interested to know what that might be. We'll do some research. Some research, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Barney sees... How this night is going to become legendary as it was mm-hmm. always destined to be. Yes. and that He is... was on a
0: journey, didn't know where he was
1: going, yeah, but yeah, now yeah. he knows. He knows the destination. The destination becomes clear all of a sudden. A new legendary plan forms. Ted is not interested. At all. He's Not interested. Pissed. He's ready to go. He apologizes to <laughs> Sasha um, for walking in on her grandfather in the bathroom. Awkward. Such a polite guy, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice Midwest manners on that one. Yes. And we're not sure what's going to happen, but then we cut back to the bar, and Robin is rightfully pissed. Lily has spent the whole night talking to this guy.
0: They're supposed to have a girls' night.
1: Yep, yep. And uh, Lily confesses that she's basically frustrated, and she says she hasn't been single since high school. And so she has this, like, idealized version of being single that Robin is very quick to dispel
0: yeah kind of puts her in her place about it, because yeah, the reason everyone's out at the bar is because they want what Lily has. yeah. and she should recognize that what she has is really something pretty great Mm-hmm. and be happy with that.
1: right. but you know, feeling desired is important to her, and- mm-hmm. you know, i I'm obviously Marshall's like obsessed with her, but right she wants a <laughs> little she just wants a little spice. She's like she said she wanted to throw her net back in and see what she could catch. Right. And she got one. One gay dolphin. Which is another one of my favorite lines. Yes. Yes. One gay dolphin. So cute. So, at some point, Marshall decided not to go to Philly and turned around to go back to this bar and tell Lily to put that ring back on. So, he walks in just as the gay guy is helping Lily clean a grape off of her butt. Whatever. Whatever whatever it's just the vehicle it's, to get to this point. Yeah, I, yeah. So, but Marshall walks in all all gassed up, ready to rumble, but he says, "I'm not that afraid to fight you." <laughs> <laughs> he's just so sweet.
0: I know he's like a big teddy bear. Oh, I love him.
1: He finds out he the too. guy's gay and just collapses, hugs, and hugs him. him.
0: Oh, thank God! Oh, thank God! So he's so su- relieved.
1: Yeah, so he's cute. so sweet. However, Mr. Gay Man also has a jealous boyfriend or fiance, we don't know. A jealous partner. (laughs) And Marshall gets himself in a little bit of trouble with that because he hugs the guy. Ah, So then we're back in the cab, Barney in Philly. Barney's bummed out. He's trying to convince Ted to go lick the Liberty Bell with him. Mm -hmm. And Ted finally blows up. Loses his mind. Yeah. You know, he's like, all I wanted was the regular stuff. I wanted to be in my regular bar with my regular friends. And you messed it all up. And Barney has a good point, as usual. Yeah, he puts it in perspective. And he does it in a way befitting the city of liberty, right? Is that what Mm -hmm. Philadelphia is called?
0: It's actually the city of
1: brotherly love. Brotherly love, Love, right. But the city of the Liberty Bell, Yeah. the city of Benjamin Franklin and the founding fathers and all that. And he says... It's about the pursuit of happiness, not the sit around and wait of happiness, Mm -hmm. which I thought was great. And then a gross line, you just got to grab life by the crack and lick the crap out of it. Yeah. What a visual. Thanks, Barn. Thanks, man. You know, and Ted fights back a little bit and he's like, why do I need to be there? Like, just go and do it yourself. Barney says, because you're my best friend. And you don't
0: have to tell me I'm
1: yours, Ugh. and I'm just like, oh
0: Barney. God damn
1: it. Those feels, you know. Yeah, right up until the point where they, Ted gives in, and then you find out the cab was going to the fucking Liberty. Yeah, bar it's the a entire good time. Here. The entire time scheming with the cab driver. How? He's I don't know. See, mythical.
0: Yeah, he's got powers. He has some
1: kind of weird powers going on. It might just be money. Money might be his power. Mm. I feel like money is his power. Rich people can do a lot of stuff we can't. And then we hear Ted voicing voicing over this part. Mm
0: -hmm. Not
1: Father Ted. Actual Josh Radner voices this over. And that's because this part of the story he's telling to a young woman at the bar later that night. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was like a little weird for a second, and then you're like, oh, this is still part of the story. Right. This isn't the story he's telling later.
0: It's um, the story he's telling now. <laughs> right.
1: What a... Whew, in what
0: the a story mind. he's telling later.
1: What a mind melt. Right. Stories within stories. Like, there's just so many layers. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so Ted's telling the story to uh, a lady at the bar, and basically he's saying, you know, you gotta go out in the world and get cool stories to bring back to your regular bar. Right. Like, it's okay to have a home, but it's also good to get out there and do stupid stuff with Uncle Barney. Yeah, branch out a little bit. Branch try out. something new. Be spontaneous. Yeah.
0: Like the that's Liberty right. Bell.
1: Yeah, and then they're all back at the bar, hanging out doing their regular thing, but with fun new stories because they tried different stuff. And, and they then, weren't
0: all yeah. together either.
1: Right. Right. So they, they get to
0: hear new things, too.
1: Yeah, and we got to see a little more of, like, the different characters interacting with each other yeah. one-on-one, which is nice. Developed that a little bit more. I'm so glad that Robin and Lily are friends.
0: Yeah, and it's, and, you know, you can see them, like, really trying to make that friendship work and...
1: Yeah. Figure it out. They go and grab some cheesecake and, or they're going to grab cheesecake. Yes, yes. And then Marshall comes in. So they end up staying at the bar. So then they zoom out and it's all five of them, you know, well, all four of them talking about at, like, a table and then Ted talks to a random girl. Yeah. the yoush The yoush come on yeah and the kids want to know so that girl you were talking to at the bar that was mom no and father ted says you know each moment in your life is like a dot in an impressionist painting it's like okay ted <laughs> alright 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 right, right. so we know that this story is like far from over and not every story that's told is going to be one that actually says anything about how he beats their mother right We're just learning about his life. That led him up to how he meets the mom. So. Yeah. And so uh, my little last bit of trivia that's about the opening credits is the outfits they're all wearing in this final scene are the ones that are used for some of the photos in the title credits, which I knew. I also think that the other photos you see where they're in different outfits Mm-hmm. Are from my absolute favorite season one episode. Okay, awesome. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's true. I'm not even going to look it up. I just want to be validated when we get to it.
0: Okay. I was just about to look it up, but I'll, yeah, I will wait.
1: Yeah, because Robin's outfit. I'm like, that's her. Okay, awesome outfit. I know that. So yeah. we'll see. Um, so what did you think of this one? What I like you think? it. It's
0: yeah. it's one of my like, not like all time favorite, but it's definitely one that I enjoy I love like and this is kind of I guess my legendary moment It was mm. not one thing it was just like the feeling of the episode and like that feeling of doing crazy stuff when you were young that like doing things like you can't get away with now yeah you know like hey we're gonna take a suitcase full of condoms and try to pick up <laughs> girls at the airport and get on a plane to Philly and get a, almost arrested and then go like the Liberty Bell like just I don't know that whole like spirit yeah. Adventure and being young. I really like
1: that part. Being young and silly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like this episode, too. I think you get a little bit more about the characters. I mean, it doesn't advance the plot of the story all that much. No. Um, but, yeah, you get you learn more about everybody. I mean, you learn about some of the anxiety that Lily's having. hmm And it's, I mean, it's very early. So, I mean, if you don't know, like, the the context of everything, then it might just seem like she's just feeling ignored or invisible, but, like, there's a deeper level to that, which I respect that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Robin's hot, whatever. Like, we didn't really learn a lot about Robin. Yeah. She was just, you know, swatting (gasps) boys away. And she's
0: a pretty good friend, because she was so not interested Mm. in that. She was there to have fun with Lily, and that's... Yeah. She was kind of committed to that. I could... I know sometimes
1: it doesn't always happen that way yeah and i mean she stayed the whole time Mm-hmm. that's true you know we learn a little more about barney that he is capable of real emotion but also still manipulating you within that real emotion yeah and
0: it's always going to be like kind of a joke and mm-hmm. like you said there's going to be uh, a reason for it there's going to be yeah um, an ulterior motive
1: yeah, because I don't doubt that Barney was telling the truth when he said, I'm your best friend and you don't need to tell me I'm yours. I
0: know, he totally was.
1: That was extremely genuine, but they were also they also happened to be on the way to the Liberty Bell. It's like, those were two completely right. separate things. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I don't... I'm sure it was a little bit of manipulation, but I think it was his true emotions. And you see that more. Yeah, oh, for sure. Of him, you know, tapping into his real emotions when he needs to, um... To manipulate situations. So. Yeah. Definitely getting a nice lay of the land for all the characters. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to see more of Marshall. That's not just him studying. Yeah. And being distracted from studying. When he gets out of law school, like, his storyline really takes off.
0: I love that we get to hear his songs because I, I just, I love that.
1: He's a, he's a big singer.
0: hmm I love his, love his kooky little voice.
1: Oh, he's the best. I love him. So your so your legendary moment was the feeling of the episode, yeah, um, mine was Barney climbing out of the duffel bag, <laughs> straightening his tie and just being like, "Hey, what's up? Like nothing yeah. just happened. No, yeah, and hey. I love it. the duffel bag trick worked. <laughs> respect, respect, Barney. that's the episode, yeah, that's a good one, huh? I I, do, I yeah, go ahead. I really enjoyed this episode, so yeah. yeah. I'm excited for next episode. Mm-hmm. The return of the shirt. is a good one. It's a real good episode. All right.
0: So thanks for listening. Uh, we post new recaps every Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. And if you want to send us a legendary moment from an upcoming episode, you can email us at heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook at heybeautifulpod.
1: We hope you'll come back next
0: episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. Poor connection. Might as well eat this melted milk ball.